Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. What are you going to be discussing this week, my man? On this week's show, we determine if your fears are valid with another phobia schmobia and Ryan, the clit and the penis. The same thing? I hope so. We'll figure it out. <laughs> what about you, Ryan? This week, I asked the audience the most important question. Can I say this? And mm. do higher temperatures make people more violent? Definitely. So let's get into it. Tyler, for this cold open, I am going to ask you three questions that I believe are going to get harder as we go that are Miami-centric. Are you ready? As will I. Go ahead. I am asking what? I am asking you questions, and I need for you to speak for all of Miami. You and I, the Menendez brothers, famously from Miami. Happy to do it. And I'm going to ask you some questions just so I can gauge the temperature. Number one, do... People from Miami think that everybody else in America hates them. I think to a certain degree, yeah. Yeah, I think I think we are seen. I don't know if it's if it's through the prism of um of ego or if it's through the prism of like, yeah, we're dickheads. I'm not sure which. Probably a little bit of both. Yeah, I I, I don't know if it's because they think people are jealous of us or if they just are like, yeah, we're bastards. And also I think there's something to the mixing of cultures down here. There are people sure. in the, what's the nice way to say it? The flyover states mm -hmm. where nobody wants to go yeah, yeah that yeah, yeah. don't particularly like, maybe I'm being unfair here, people that they that don't look like them. But I, I, I'm i saying that as a joke. I'm sure there are plenty of very nice people in Iowa or I probably shouldn't name the plenty, states. I was going to say, yeah. we're very specific. We love you, Iowa. There's also plenty of, plenty of racists. So, I mean, right. yeah, there's lots of people who don't like people who look like them. But the moment you bring one of those fuckers down here and they see all the amazing asses we have, <laughs> their eyes are going to light the hell up. Come get a little bit of this sabor, hell, Iowa. Hell yeah, man. Now- can't be a racist with that fat ass in front of you. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking of a way to respond to that other than you are totally right, Tyler. <laughs> and this is just at a grocery store. But also the same way that I think when New York, which will always eternally be a hot international city, I think in the 80s and the 90s, it was, you know... It, People from New York are jerks and it's they're so rude over there. Don't go over there. You know, when, when a place is... As popular as it gets, it feels like people take shots at it. Is that fair? Of course. The bigger you are, the the more popular you are, the more haters you have. That is just the natural order of things. And Miami is having a moment right now. We are the new, the up and comer. We are the new New York. We are the new San Francisco. We yeah. are the new big thing. Until a hurricane completely wipes us off the map. Number two, it's Tyler. Very true. <clears throat> Do people in America hate Miami. Do we are our fears actualized? Do they actually feel that way? Hate is such a strong word. You know what I, I'm talking about. I, I I'm don't just... know. I don't know about about hate to that extent. But I I would imagine that people see us much like New York as maybe pretentious. 
as yeah. ooh, big city. Oh, yeah. we're so With impressed. your fat asses. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Okay. And we got them by in spades. <laughs> And my third and hardest question to wrap up the cold open is do people in Miami hate people in Miami? Absolutely. Now that is the real twist here. It's the way New Yorkers hate New Yorkers. Is the Quentin Tarantino plot twist uh, where we are so defensive and we are so proud when it comes to Miami. And then you talk to any of your friends and they're like, I can't wait to get the hell out of here. Yeah. This place is fucking crazy. Yeah. What's happening over here? I, I don't I definitely don't want to leave, but I, I will sit here in my ire and just be upset with the way things are going, but do absolutely nothing to try to change them. Sure. I mean, have you seen those fat asses? <laughs> My name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we, uh, sorry about all the ass talk, are those guys you hate. I am not. (laughs) You're welcome, America. Salutations, my Haitians, and salutations to you, my brother Tyler Menendez. Hello. How you doing, my man? Hungover. How are you? Um, the opposite of that. I'm uh, feeling yeah. I'm feeling really good. And get some red wine in you, you weirdo. <laughs> Tyler, it's only 10 11. Oh, only 10 11. You know this is Chardonnay time, Tyler. Yeah, to pair true. with the nice fish. Welcome to another Those Guys You Hate. <clears throat> I got something in my throat. Fish for breakfast. Gross. Let's do the show. Tyler. I need to do another cleanup. Another bunch of shit happened on last week's show. So I put together a little music for the segment. Clean up, clean up, everybody, everywhere. Clean Corny? Up, <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say that name. Tyler, are we allowed to use this? Who's going to stop me? Barney, he's a giant dinosaur. Also extinct, Tyler. Yeah, sure. So. Last week, I said more than once that I like drugs. Okay, yeah. drugs, drugs, drugs. Yeah. We I also said that on, on pregame too. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Now here's here's the thing. Okay, and this is what's unfortunate. That's not it. That's way better. <laughs> That's that song I was telling you about. Um, I do. I do like drugs, but I shouldn't. I shouldn't say it so blatantly. As a matter of fact, I Why? I said I liked volume. I don't like volume. Yeah, that one was weird. I was. You I, don't do volume. You know what, Tyler? I just wanted to say pump up the volume. That's really what that was. Sure. And even with the drugs that I do like, there has to be some awareness to it. You can't just be going willy nilly. Yeah, I'm aware that I love the drugs that I love. Oh, <laughs> well, we're good. That's awareness. No, I'm just putting out there that number one. Uh, I, you know, you can't just be crazy with it. And I don't love Valium. Prescription drugs, don't love them. He just likes them a, a, a lot. A lot. <laughs> I don't want to call it love. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't. No, I, 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 I want know. that to be out there. I know. Second of all, Tyler, I was going through my Spotify. I had it on shuffle. And do you know Spotify will show you the songs that you no longer can get? Like, I yeah. don't. I don't. Why, yeah, it grays them out. Why do they do that? Why are they just, why are they teasing me? Copyright. How does I I won't bore you or bore the show by asking what? Yeah, they they remove songs that they're not allowed to play. So if somebody makes a song, a remix, and the original artist doesn't want them using it or or they don't have the rights to use it, then they they take it off the 
their their streaming service. But why would you have it at one time? I guess that's just a business thing. It's allowed at one point and then that ends. Well, and people now- can upload whatever they want to Spotify, and then it's up to Spotify to clean up their their uh, their website. Well, you know what has service. been taken off. You know what was grayed out, and I want to just take a moment and pour one out for our dead homie, Miss hmm. Titty. Really? T-I-D-D-Y has been removed from oh, Spotify. I wonder why. A fan favorite, something around here that, I don't know, meant a lot to us, I thought. And yeah. I just thought that maybe we could just give a moment to commemorate Miss Titty. I'm not skinny, I'm chunky, funky. Sit in your face, you a CPR dummy. Because these rhymes will live on. Shakespeare over time. Forever. Two bands in a day doing shit I like. Yes. Don't check my style. Hit you with the copyright. Lawyer. Um, and, and, and the thing That's is. so terrible. That's so bad. We don't criticize on this That's show, so, Tyler. We criticize all the time. No, not on purpose. What are you talking about? Miss Teddy had, uh, she spoke for her generation, Tyler. Did the, she? She did. Tyler, you don't remember this? See you staring at me. Wanna suck my tits. Turn the other way. I don't want you micro dick. Why are we body shaming? Why are you bo- body shaming, Miss Titty? You're 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 positive in your bigness and your thickness, but then when somebody has a small micro penis, <laughs> you gotta call them out. It's bullshit. Can you have a big micro penis? Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I there, mean, there are different sizes of micro penises. Yeah, right? it's like being the tallest midget. Why? Why are you doing? Oh, that? am I not allowed to say that? It's. <laughs> I, I don't. I just don't understand your fight for the word M. Redacted. And Miss Titty. You just say it, no, you loser. No, no that's right, fine. My bad. Gypsy. <laughs> so, you know what? I'm not going to let you take the shine off of Miss Titty. Miss Titty, this is your day. We salute you. I like pussy. I like dick. I'm bisexual. Don't give a shit. Good for you. You know that I stand behind. Keep your options open. Let's do the depression index. I miss you, Miss Titty. Mm-hmm. I want to know if she's doing anything else. I'm no going to look her up. Maybe her new rhymes are on. She survives on this show. That's well. I, cha- I champion you. What the Depression Index is, is a machine that I built with my giant micro dick, and we crank it up. It's huge <laughs> in its smallness. <laughs> it's like a toothpick. You can't fit in your teeth. So uh, this is where Tyler and I talk about our last week. We talk about our, our, you know, our mental health. Tyler might mention the red wine that he that he drank in copious amounts. That's and exactly we, what I'm going to do. We let you know what's going on. Tyler, how you feeling, my brother? I'm hungover, Ryan. I am hungover. Girthy micro dick. Girthy. Yep. It's, it's, it's short, but it's thick. Sure. Um, it's like a stack of buttons. <laughs> um, I... Ah uh, man, I, I I will just I'll keep it short and sweet because we're already like my we're already running kind of long, so yep. I'm just gonna keep it short and sweet for this one. Uh, drinking, Ryan, drinking or, or or drugs or or substances of any kind that take us out of our our uh, normal. Uh, what you were just celebrating? Yes, yep. yes, yeah. Uh-huh. No, no. I'm 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 for them. Tyler for loves them. volume. I sure, love me some volume. What does volume do? Is it a pain suppressant or is it? I what, believe what does it do? that it is a um, not unlike uh, what are the really bad ones? The like opi- oxycotton. Yeah, but yeah. but and I could be wrong about this. Mm. I am not a prescription drug guy. Never have been. Sure. But I think it's a super low dose, and um, yeah, it's not like. Oof. Some of those crazy ones. I think we're going to need some boots on the ground journalism for this one. <laughs> we can review. Tyler and I put some volume in our lungs. In my stomach. Uh, yeah, drinking, specifically the drinking, uh, which I did last night. Red wine. Damn you, red wine. Um, uh, we always have to remember, while I s- fully support 
people doing whatever they want with their bodies and ingesting whatever they want. We have to remember that whatever we do that night, uh, we are borrowing happiness and energy from the following day. Well, I would say even more than that because these things are cyclical. So it's not just the next day you pay your price and then you're out. These things roll over. You you accrue, not unlike the minutes on my cell phone. <laughs> I don't think they've done that in a long time. What? Is that true? <laughs> I think it's been a while since that I gotta get to Metro PCS <laughs> and figure out what's going on with my minutes, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's we are borrowing I should say instead of the next day, we are borrowing happiness and energy. Uh, and time from the future. From our life. From our lives, from the future. Um, so be responsible. And if you are going to do it, have a fucking blast. Uh, this, sure, make sure it's worth yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go out Try on, value. Go out on top. Uh, <laughs> this week, I am at... Uh, let's just go with a neutral five. Spin that One, neutral two, five. Two, three, Tyler. four, five. Sweat and Riesling, Tyler. Okay, now on a completely different subject than what you were talking about, Tyler, I have had one beer in two weeks. Wow, congratulations! Congratulations. Well, thank you so much, Tyler. And the fact of the matter is, I think that I can say unequivocally that I have, at the very least, an alcohol problem. Perhaps some would label me an alcoholic, um, but mm. I see you. I see you kind of pondering that over. What? What yeah. you got? Well, I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, that's I, I, the thing is, is that I think that what please makes, don't take this away from me, Tyler. What makes somebody an alcoholic? It's all I have. <laughs> uh, what makes somebody an alcoholic is would differ from person to person. You know, like what somebody considers you to be an alcoholic would differ the amount that you have to drink in order for them to determine that. See, I wouldn't say that it is an amount, because what is it? If you drink four beers a night, you're an alcoholic. This is the way that I look well, at it. Well, I guess it. frequency would be more the, the the measuring stick. Well, I, and I've never really sat down and talked to a counselor about it, but number one, it is my reliance on it. My reliance in social situations. Sure. Uh, number one, and number two, and perhaps this is the reddest of all flags, Literally, the first time that I take a sip of alcohol, I'm different. Mm -hmm. I, now, not not I'm not swinging from the chandelier, pooping in my pants. I, I just feel different, and it takes over my body very, very fast. All drugs do. Yeah, I get that. So, as big of a celebration as I deserve, and I'm very proud of myself for not drinking, over the last two weeks, I have been facing the shit that I have been using drinking to cover up and I would not recommend. It is very, very hard to go out in social situations and just stand there and be hit in the face with a furnace blast of what I've been avoiding for 25 years. Mm -hmm. It is very, very hard. It singed my pubes in a metaphorical sense. And uh, it, I know that I'm headed in the right direction. And that's tough. It's very, I wish I had volume, Tyler. It's scary. It is, it, it is, is really, scary. it is really scary. And this is the point, and I will move on. You think that if you make these little changes in your life, that it's going to all of a sudden just be different. And it really isn't. That's just the beginning of another journey. And, and right now where I stand, I'm not in any way trying to quit drinking. I'm just kind of going with what I feel at this time. 
but you think that it's just going to be easy from there on in and it's just a whole new set of problems but i'm really proud of myself so this week i am at a three one two three let's celebrate with a drink, Tyler. Responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Bacardi. <laughs> um, great job, Tyler. Thank you. Thank I want to hear about the day that someone died. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Happy death day. Uh, Evelyn Boyd Granville. Have you ever heard this name before? Evelyn Boyd. Boyd. Boyd's an older timey name. Yes, it is. Granville. Granville. That's the oldest name I've ever heard. Yeah. No, 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 this lady. Yeah. Well, admittedly, a name I didn't know prior to this news. Have you ever heard of the book slash movie Hidden Figures? Hidden Figures? No, not off the top. Really? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is that with the three African-American women who worked at NASA? Correct. Okay. Correct. One of the first two black women in the U.S. to earn a Ph.D. in mathematics, despite the hardship she faced due to bigotry, being black and a woman. Yeah, yeah. She made it to fucking NASA. Sure. And helped, not NASA, fucking NASA. And Everybody's helped, been to the Bahamas, Tyler. <laughs> and helped put the first humans on the moon. It's pretty crazy. USA, USA, USA. Black women, black women. <laughs> That's a different chant. Uh, <laughs> she uh, she then went on to have a very long career in education, uh, educating young minds. Uh, she has just died at the age of 99, Ryan. Okay. Yeah. That is, you know, there is a real uh, conversation to be had by people who are smarter and more tactful than we are about education and the black community. In terms of, I have heard from black people, not from me, that they have had to hide that they were interested in getting um, a higher education from the community that they grew up in because in some ways it's looked down upon. It's, Absolutely. Can I say this? Of course. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, and I think, I think there's a lot of communities out there regardless of color or, or regardless of race or, or sex where you will find that, but I think it is very prominent in certain black communities for sure. Well, I will tell you this. I am just now trying to learn how to express my intelligence when it comes to something that I'm passionate about, because you know me, all of a sudden I go off into a beautiful mind insanity, and mm -hmm. I've recognized that growing up, I hid my intelligence because it wasn't cool. For sure. I, yeah. I will apologize for it. Where yeah. I'm like, where I'll pull me, out me like too. a fact, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry about that. I did it last night with my friend, and she's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. That was that was cool. Like, don't worry about that. When I start, when I get into that rabid, like, oh, this is something that really, you know, fascinates me, I, I find myself being apologetic, like, sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm being weird. Yep. And we did not grow up in the black community, so I take it all back. We did not. Grew up on these streets. <laughs> these very above average... <laughs> Pretty good sure. financially straight. Upper middle class yeah. alongside of the tracks. <laughs> so, um, Evelyn Boyd Granville, thank you for everything you've done. Yeah, for sure. And happy death day. I hope I didn't I didn't grab the steering wheel of that. No, 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 no. Please. That is a conversation that I'm very interested in. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. We should have a uh, a resident black man on our show to uh, talk about it. Who's that? Why don't we invite one of your bro- black friends? Yeah. Were you about to say brother? <laughs> no, <I was laughs> you sounded say, like you were about no, to say one of your gonna, brothers. I was going to say one of your black friends, but I said black friends. Ah, uh, got reason. you. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the thing. I don't have any black friends. Uh, we are taking applications. Go to thoseguysyouhate.com and uh, send us a message. Maybe next week. Do you remember when we did that episode where we were auctioning you off as a white friend? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we can review. We can re- we can replay that if you like. I, I Bring think, back the hits. I think it would be good. Yeah. All right, Tyler. Now, this is a way too clean of a segue, and I wish we hadn't done these two back-to-back, but I am bringing back a very famous meaty it's got there's a lot here of, meaty you say can i say this okay? oh i love can i say this i have one offering for can i say this this week and, and it's i truly am uncomfortable but i think i'm okay that is the birth of can i say this so mm. are you ready i am ready Okay, I I genuinely get nervous, especially coming off of what we just talked about, but I'm going to go ahead and do this. All right, here we go. All right. I just just for everybody who doesn't remember how this works. I am not saying this. I'm not saying this at all. I'm asking if I did say this, would it be okay? Mm -hmm. Here we go, Tyler. Can I say this, Tyler? Can I say this? All right. If I were to become a tattoo artist, I would start by working on black people and as I got better, graduate all the way to Irish people, Tyler. Can I say that? I'm not I'm not saying that. Well, the margin of error, you know what I mean? It's just it's not as noticeable if I were to to fuck up on somebody with darker skin, not as noticeable all the way up to the white white White, white Irish, Tyler. Uh-huh. Dad, I'm not saying that. Uh-huh. I'm not saying that. Is uh-huh. that wrong to say and or think? I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Why? You probably shouldn't and say that I'm, out loud. And I'm not saying that. Uh-huh. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm not, why, why is no, that wrong to say? Recommending to the audience, don't say that <laughs> out loud. I, I agree. Don't say that. But I'm just saying the margin of error, I screw up over here, not as noticeable. Yeah. Having nothing to do with your personality or your beliefs, just your your your, your tone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's, that's the problem is you're saying is if I'm going to test out and, and make mistakes... It's better to do it on the black community. And they've dealt with that much over the generations, and we probably shouldn't do that more to them. You're probably right about that, yeah, Tyler. Yeah, and, yeah. And, I, and again, I'm not saying that. Like I, they're your guinea pigs. I, no. See, you're adding things to this that were not there. I'm just talking about... You're right. Let's go ahead and move off of yeah. this. this yeah, is, yeah, so yeah. that's no good. I, I'm, I'm not talking about them as people. Sure. If I did say that. Sure. I'm saying because it just wouldn't be as noticeable. But sure. you're right. Yeah, your your test subject is what you're saying. You're you're, you're yeah. keep going back to the Tuskegee Airmen. That is not what I'm not saying. Oh. What I'm not saying is just you know whatever it, you say, Mangala. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. What happens if I sew these twins together at the waist? <laughs> Can I say that? Can I say okay? Then we won't do it. Weekly book note. Fuck. Didn't say it. Mm -mm. Tyler, this week I have read a bunch of books. I've read Helter Skelter by Andrew Bugliosi. Isn't that the book that uh, made Manson uh, that that, um, 
gave Manson like an idea to like go crazy kind of? No, no. Manson going crazy, I think, was credited to MK Ultra. What you're thinking uh, of is the White Album, where he thought that the Beatles' White Album was they were the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Uh, they were giving him information, letting him know of the Rachel of the racial war that was coming, not the Rachel war that was on friends. Yeah. 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 And Man, that drugs are a hell of a drug. Drugs are a hell of a drug. Yeah. So but, what am I thinking of Helter Skelter? I, th I could have sworn Helter Skelter was attributed to somebody doing something crazy. You're thinking of probably a catcher in the rye oh. where a lot of people cited that as their reason to start killing oh. most notably Mark David Chapman who killed, um, was that Reagan or was that, uh, the, the beetle? What's his name? The most famous one. The Rat Bastard, uh, not Paul McCartney. Um, wow, I can't believe I can't think of little this. circle glasses. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yoko Ono, fucker. Yeah, <laughs> John Lennon. John Lennon. We there got go. there. there we go. got there. There you go. Um, so, uh, and I've read a couple fictional crime dramas. The book that I read that I want to talk about is Stranger Beside Me by Anne Rule. Are you familiar? Mm -mm. Stranger Beside Me by Anne Rule. Have you ever heard of Anne Rule? Mm -mm. She is a very famous writer, and she just happened to work in a... Go ahead. If you want to yawn, yawn. I'm sorry if I'm... I'm good. Okay. Go for it. She worked in a suicide hotline center at a with a very young, inexperienced Ted Bundy. Mm. And they formed a relationship that, last, that lasted throughout the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. What are the chances of that? Pretty slim, I would imagine. I didn't do the, I didn't run the numbers, but pretty slim. It's a, it's a short book. What is, how do they decide what's a novel? What's a novella? What's a, I'm interested in that. The most boring week in review ever. I disagree. I think that's interesting information. You're an asshat. Boring. So the, the thing that I, it, this chart, so as he's in jail and he is being accused with all of these murders, Ted Bundy, the king of all serial killers. Can we just hear him out? Can't we just hear him out? The thing that's so interesting about him, and she didn't pass judgment until the, the case was completely over. The thing that was so interesting about him is that he was such a supreme narcissist psychopath, which mm. is a confluence of events, that he would argue and fight in a way that you just, it's hard not to believe this guy. Like yeah. he, he believed his own shit. Sure. Like, like all great liars. So I will tell you this. It is a short read. It is a quick read. It is an awesome read. Mm. A Stranger Beside Me by Anne Rule. Excellent book. Nice. I give it three volumes up or whatever. We'll think of a grading scale. Mm. Oh, wait. I think I have something on here. Nope. I erased it. Okay. One star. But that's so not great. It's out of one stars, though. Oh. It's only zero or one. Wow. It's yeah. really, that's really good. Uh, we don't have the budget for stars right now. Fine-tuning fine the system. Okay, let's take a break. I'm going to yell at you for undercutting me on air. And when we come back, this is a solo show. Mm. Those guys. The problem is, is that everybody's taking photographs of mother effing everything now. Have you noticed that, Tyler? Lots of photos being taken. There are a lot of photos being taken. But the problem is when somebody says, Ryan, look good. All of a sudden, I start trying to make the face of what I think good-looking Ryan looks like. And I come out looking like a gargoyle. Am I smiling? Right. I think this is me smiling. I crinkle up my eyes. <laughs> it, it looks like I'm about to be hit by a car. If I could be totally honest with you. You hate. I had spoken last week about going to a wedding with someone. Mm -hmm. And 
her friends there were taking pictures of mother bleep and everything and I froze up and now looking back on it I just I just realized that I couldn't get into the vibe do you have any tips for me any way to get past this mental block because I don't want to look like a mutant all the time Tyler I'm handsome damn it those guys you Red circle. Red circle with the thing over here. And we put our thumbs in our pockets when we take pictures. Tyler. What? I. The thing is here at this. What, what is the name of this company that we work for? For those guys you hate? Those guys you hate. Squid Inc. LLC. Um, the thing is, uh, the, the wheels of justice move slowly. Do you know what I mean? I guess so. Do you? Because I don't. No. You mentioned something on episode 99. Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I believe that's when we had uh, Street Producer Lenny on. Really slowly. Yeah. Uh, now I'm glad that you said that. Yes, mm. Street Producer Lenny. And he, how'd you remember that? I don't know. Just that's in my brain. fucking weird, man. <laughs> and he is the one who brought this up to me. He and I have made it happen. We got you something. Are you oh. ready? I meant to wrap it up, but I didn't because I'm lazy. Okay. Why are you squinting like that? Because I'm suspicious. You got the Clint Eastwood face. I'm suspicious. <laughs> well, it could come off as an insult or it could come off as what it is, which is a nice... An insult. <laughs> no, it's a nice thing, I think. Okay. All right. Hand it over. What you got? This is... Is this like a like for dipping <laughs> sauces for my car? <laughs> This it's, is excellent. It's a, Tyler. Oh my God. It comes from a good place. Don't say that. It comes from a good place. It oh comes my God. This is amazing. He's talking about Allah. We're just kidding. We love Allah. So uh, it is a little clip, not unlike what you would get for your phone. Oh, that's nice. It's like the shape of a, a Chick-fil-A sauce. It's not unlike a, a clip for your phone that you would hook on to your air conditioner I'm going to dip so many nuggets into this thing. Oh, my God. That's not a metaphor. Oh, my God. He means it. I mean, it it could be. Yeah, it could be. Uh, It is a little clip that goes onto your air, your your air conditioner, and Uh you could put your your sauces, you could put your condiments in it, you could put your ketchup in it, and... and because the, the condiment is the hardest part of eating fast food in your car, right? Absolutely. Sometimes I balance you it on go, my thigh, and it's a very dangerous game. So in the, the few times that I've done it, I just raw dog it. I'll eat my, my fast food without any ketchup, and it's a miserable experience. Agreed. Yeah. And they have it shaped, so the bigger sauces you put you put lengthwise, and then the smaller sauces oh, you put vertically. Tyler. They we, figured this out. We did it as a joke, but we, we truly mean it with love. So hopefully that does help you. So and there's two of them. What? I can double dip. What? I can double dip. Chick-fil-A and Polynesian. Well, oh. yeah, because you got ketchup and then you need something else to spice Hell it up. Hell yeah. What's your, what's your favorite condiment from fast foods? Perhaps we've done this before. Uh, if it's not ketchup, then it's barbecue. Oh, yeah. Ketchup, I think, is unfair. But barbecue from? Um, and anywhere I go, the best barbecue. Wait a minute. Barbecue at McDonald's is better than barbecue at Burger King. Oh, no, I disagree. I th- really? I, I think McDonald's barbecue sauce is the weakest of the barbecue yeah, I, sauces. I, I don't know why I said that. Yeah. I don't really. It's too tangy. Way too right? tangy. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like it's it. It's almost like mustard of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. The the uh, the barbecue from Wendy's is really good. What is your favorite condiment from the fast food places? Wendy's barbecue? Probably Wendy's barbecue. For me? Yeah. Polynesian sauce at Chick-fil-A. Yeah, people love that stuff. Tyler, you know what I'm afraid of? Thank you, street producer Lenny, and thank you, Ryan. Absolutely, brother. We love you. Oh. I, I'm I'm afraid of condiments running out. You know what I mean? That's a sure. That's a phobia that I have. Uh-huh. 
This is your lead-in, huh? What? <laughs> this is your lead-in? Lead-in to what? I don't know what you're talking about. This is totally organic. Why? Do you have something that corresponds to what I'm saying? Oh, what a coincidence. What? <laughs> well, you haven't said it yet, but what? <laughs> Let's do another round of Phobia Shmobia. Oh, that's incredible. Feels like spiders crawling up my anus. Uh-huh. Yes, Ryan. Textural. Be afraid. And thi for this phobia, schmobia, this is something that we touch on from time to time, Ryan. Now, what this is, this is just fears that people have across the world, and you're just breaking it down. You're letting us know what's going on with it. Agreed. Well, this is, well, uh, I'll read it to you right here. This is something that we touch on from time to time, but never do a deep dive into for this specific phobia schmobia. It is time we change that. It is time for another round of this medical industry edition, Ryan. Medical industry edition phobia schmobia. Give it to me. Hard. That's right. Phobia Shmobia is a segment where Ryan and I discuss a general fear or phobia that is common, and we decide if it's valid or if you all are being a bunch of babies and need to get over it. Already. I already know my choice, but go on. <laughs> a lot of people out there are untrusting of the medical community as a whole, especially when it pertains to the U.S. government. Just look at the rollout of any vaccine throughout history, most recently the coronavirus uh, vaccine. It's what killed Brownie James. Dude! Yeah. I, you're right. Dude, first of all, he's alive. Taste. Second what? of all, yeah, he survived. It's a miracle. And second of all, it's got nothing to do with that. that. I'm sorry. Fear mongering. I, I, you know what? I touched the third rail. My phobia is you. Brownie James, there is no cure for me. But Brownie James, we wish you nothing but the best. And if all reports say he is doing fine. I was thinking it was steroids, but that's just where my mind went. What the shit? Well, I mean, yeah, you're right. I, I'm all over What the is place. your deal? We're going to cut all of that. And my can I say this? I, I'm still feeling uncomfortable about that. <laughs> you should. Ryan, let's go through a few examples. Laugh out loud. A few examples <laughs> of past events. And then you and I will decide if we should trust the medical community and never fear them again or never visit the doctor ever. Done. Besides, if I don't know what my condition is, am I truly sick? And I can't afford it. <laughs> that too. First up. The Camoro Tuberculosis Program. Does this ring a bell, Ryan? Yeah, don't know those words. Tuberculosis is a disease that primarily affects the lungs, but can also move into the spine, kidneys, and brain. And over 10 million people worldwide suffer with this disease. TB. That is correct, yeah, Ryan. That's what they call it. Now, we have a vaccine that can cure this. So in the 1940s and 50s, and you're going to know what this is the moment I start discussing it, in the 1940s and 50s, the U.S. government decided they were going to help the indigenous people of Guam, Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The Always be worried when somebody says they're going to help you and then do that thing with their fingers. <laughs> exactly. Not a good sign. The Camoro people, where tuberculosis was rampant by going over there and administering the vaccine. Now, the Camoro people are the indigenous people of Guam. Of Guam. The Camoro people. Okay. Yep. Now, Ryan... Do you think this was done in a respectful and orderly fashion where the U.S. government was seen as heroes and saviors? 
Uh, or what's the what's the other choice? No, of course not. Is the other choice? This whole thing just worries me in so many ways. But no, I I assume that it was not unlike that airport in Portugal. Everybody's just running and doing their own thing in a crazy fashion. Exactly. Yeah. Now the Camoro were forcibly removed from their homes and put into segregated facilities, and again, forcibly exposed to tuberculosis. Is there ever a time where Things have been segregated in a good way. Is there a good segregation in the in the books? I mean, that's an interesting we can we review. Can review. I don't know. Yeah, like are we segregating ourselves from like a, you know boa constructors? Is there ever a time where we've segregated in a good way? Well, I like to segregate my mushroom pizza and my pepperoni pizza away from each <laughs> other, and then I enjoy them on separate levels. I like to segregate my my mushroom pizza from pizza with people on mushrooms and just enjoy my <laughs> afternoon. Just kidding, I love you. I was gonna say you really got to get that out, buddy. I'm sorry, it was fun. Uh, As you can imagine, the conditions in these facilities were extremely poor. And what is tuberculosis? Isn't it a, it's a... It's a bacteria. It's a disease. But for your respiratory system? Mm -hmm. It can enter your lungs, but it can also get into your spine and your brain. So it's not unlike pneumonia? Uh, I would say so, but I think pneumonia is directly, uh, directly affects your lungs. Right. I I don't think it affects anything else, but I I could be wrong about that. Sure. Okay. Because I've heard the name, but I don't know specifically what it is. Yeah. And the, the medical care that these people were receiving was far below standards. Now, instead of stopping the spread... They decimated the population and gave them long-lasting ramifications of their help. Yeah. Now, number two, Ryan. Oh, but wait a minute. Didn't yeah. they also give people in Guam syphilis? To, or not syphilis, but one like an STD. Uh, I, I, uh, that one I do not know, okay. but we it's can, very possible. We can review. Now, number two, Ryan, do you know what hemophilia is? Hemophilia. That's when you like to fuck blood. <laughs> no, Tyler, I don't know what hemophilia is. So sorry. Fuck blood. You gave me fuck blood. Yeah. I'm, you know, I find myself, and I never thought I'd say this, missing, missing the dead fish. I wish you were dropping dead fish in my lap. What is it now? Now it's just disgust. It's a bu- And repulsion. <laughs> Revulsion, excuse me. Now, hemophilia is a genetic condition which keeps the body from being able to clot blood flow when needed. So even a small cut could be dangerous because a hemophiliac will continue to bleed and bleed and bleed. I don't think that's right, but okay. What do you mean? I think it's when you fuck blood. In the 1980s, there was a little known disease spreading called HIV. Have you heard of this, Ryan? Yes, I have. And it was discovered that it had been transmitted to thousands of hemophiliacs through blood transfusions. So like somebody gave their blood and they were putting HIV positive blood in people? Exactly. Oh my Lord. People were, donat- people were donating blood without knowing they had yeah. HIV and then they would administer it to people. That must have been a crazy time. Now, that morally just company Bayer, I'm sure you know that one, along with a few other medical companies were informed of this. But through deceptive marketing and just outright lying, they continued to knowingly sell contaminated blood. Oh, man, this and this is uh, so much of what we talk about comes back to the same place. Capitalism, you know, money above everything else really puts you in a tough spot to make decisions for that, that that matter for other people, I think is the nicest way you could say it. Is it a tough spot or is it just the the uh, 
what the Nazis used to say is I was just following orders. Is it just not, hey, it's just business? Well, the, I think it allows people to be as immoral as they want to be. Well, you don't think that some people are pushed to be more immoral than they would be on their own because they don't want to lose their job and lose food on the table for their families? Yeah, agreed, but I'm talking about the people at the top who are pushing those people. They are being allowed to be as immoral as they want to be. Well, and they've risen to power because of their, I w I'm sure in many, many situations, their lack of morals, you know, sure. it helps them spearhead things like this. Absolutely. Like that Chevy situation where there was something wrong with one of their cars and they did the math and decided... It's better for our shareholders to just let these people die and pay them out. Yep. Yep. I agree with them. We love you, capitalism. <laughs> Keep it up. Now, one main reason they continued to sell Ryan, you already said it, help me out here, was... Money, baby. Money! We love it. That's right. Cash, baby. I believe it's pronounced cash. Cash. The company had several fixed price contracts, meaning that they were going to give you a specific amount of money. And no matter how much work you put in, no matter how much resources you use, we are going to give you this money and you have to sell this stuff. It okay. does not matter. Deal. They were on the hook and they needed to provide a product or these contracts would fall through and they wouldn't get paid and maybe sued. So after it was discovered- Worse than death. <laughs> sure. Worse than death, I sure. say. After it was discovered, these companies developed a new product, which through a heat- treatment process killed the disease in the blood. Okay. Yeah. Now, Ryan, what do you think these capitalist corporations did with that old blood? Did they, A, throw it away and promise to only sell the treated blood, thus protecting and saving countless lives? No. Nope. Did they, B, sell it to less developed countries making money while not giving a shit about who they hurt? Or C, Drink it because they're vampires, and as we know, HIV doesn't affect their kind. Okay. It's definitely between B and C. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I am going to guess that, and I know they love to drink it. It's quite delicious. We mm -hmm. all know that, but I am still, that money, that cash is king. I'm going to go with B. That's right, Ryan. I should have been a CEO, man. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> that is correct. They sold millions of dollars worth of HIV infected product to Asia and Latin America, killing an untold number of innocent men and women. Of course, not a single person went to prison for what could be described, I believe, as biological warfare. But, but, mm -hmm. did they get that cash? They got that ah! cash. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, and, and I'm sure anybody who listens to this just gets tired of us hitting the same button over and over again. And we're not anti-money. As a matter of fact, I like money. I yeah. have a little bit on top of my refrigerator. I'd like to have more. It's fun. <laughs> but, but the fact of the matter is, is that it shouldn't go above. It's not going to make you feel good in the way of, I don't know, sparing people's lives. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. The problem is, is these decisions are all done in a boardroom somewhere where the idea of human lives are just numbers on a page. It's the matrix. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, yeah. Why not? Sure. Zeros and ones, Tyler. You got fat people and skinny people. But but I, I do agree where it, it is kind of, you know, that idea of people do things in groups that they wouldn't do on their own, but in a business sense and it 
you know, a bunch of people dying of AIDS. For sure. And they're able to disassociate from the idea that they're even killing people. As I said, that's just uh, just statistics. Well, it's like generals sitting in a war room as opposed to the infantry being a meat shield. For sure. And finally, number three, Ryan. Eugenics in America. Eugenics is uh, trying to make What the a- Nazis were doing. Right, 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 yep. right, right. Throughout the 1900s into the 1970s, Tens of thousands of people were sterilized either against their will or by being lied to about the procedure and its lasting effects all under state eugenics laws. These are laws that were put into place by state. And who was doing this thing? Uh, Alabama, Georgia, you know, the, 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 a lot of the flyover states. And who were they eugenicizing? And I will get to that. That's right. The crazy, sadistic shit that the Nazis were doing in the 30s and 40s, states made into law. Yeah. Now, of course, I'm sure this will shock you to learn, Ryan, such practices disproportionately affected people of color, people with disabilities, and individuals with lower socioeconomic backgrounds. Well, I was going to ask if they were doing it to white people, too. They were doing it to people that they thought of as less than. If if they saw you as a a weight on society, as a, as a, uh, uh, a... a less than something dragging us down. Exactly. Yep. You were uh, you were made to where you were not able to procreate anymore. Now, who was sterilizing them? Like were they doctors? Go, they were. But what was? And forgive me, I'm asking you because I've never heard of this before. How were they getting you into the office? They were lying to you. They would they would have uh, in in multiple states. <laughs> you won a boat. <laughs> <laughs> in multiple states, they had uh, they they had a rule where you had to go to court and then it had to be argued against. Uh, why you were doing this, why they were doing this to you. Wow. In a lot of situations, they would bring you to court and just straight up lie. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, just straight up that, lie. That doesn't happen in courtrooms, Tyler. <laughs> You're full of shit. But thankfully, by the mid-19th century, mid-19th yeah. century, people began to take notice and the laws were largely repealed when people started to see them for the atrocities that they were. That is crazy. Yeah, you know, America... Sorted past. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you think of concentration camps, and it's like, oh, the Nazis did concentration camps. We fucking did not concentration camps. We had Japanese concentration camps. Well, I just listened to, uh, not that long ago, the last podcast on the left about MKUltra. They did Mm. it again in a much deeper dive. Oh, that's great. And the connections between America and Nazi Germany are Incredible, kind of like the same way that they, you know, they flew Bin Laden out of America after 9-11. The connections between what are are garnered between what most people think of as enemies are a lot deeper and a lot wider than one would think. Absolutely. Operation Paperclip, baby. Mm-hmm. We brought them all over here and used all their, the Nazi scientists for their info. So yeah, here's a passport. Build me a bomb. Sure, yeah. sure. And tell me about the time that you, you know, tried to sew uh, somebody's head onto somebody else's ass so I don't have to do it. The logistics are a nightmare. Woo! After a few cups of, cups of schnapps, we got crazy. Yeah, man. The office party on, yeah. on, for Christmas was insane. By the way, didn't work. Yeah, we'll, we'll try again. <laughs> Uh, So, Ryan, with these three painful examples, we have to decide, is the medical community worth fearing or should we trust them implicitly? I don't. What say you, sir? I don't trust anybody implicitly, especially somebody kind of wrapped up in the government. I say always be weary, even of doctors who are trying their best. 
be weary. So be afraid, America. Deeply, deeply afraid. I mean, if you're asking me, be afraid of everything. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Don't start with doctors. Phobia, shmobia. Be scared of everything. Yes. Uh, so yes, ladies and gentlemen, be scared of your doctor. Never go to the doctor again. And remember, if you don't know what you have, are you really sick? Yes, and very, very <laughs> sick. And that, Ryan, is phobia, schmobia. Yes, your fears are valid, ladies and gentlemen. You should be afraid of everything. The only problem is your only other choice is WebMD, and I don't know about all that. Never do WebMD, Web because by the time you're done reading WebMD, your herpes will have AIDS. Yeah, that's do true. Do not read that's it. That's true. They, they know that you're reading it. And we will talk about that on Week in Review. <laughs> Tyler, last week we wondered out loud, do higher temperatures make people more violent? Mm -hmm. Hell yeah, I suck toes. So uh, I, there's actually a lot of research on this. I looked into it and there are people who have been looking into this exact topic for decades. Mm. You know what I mean? And um, I don't doubt it for a second. It's kind of, it, it reminds me a lot, and I think I said this on last week's show, about leaded gasoline, mm -hmm. where it's just one of those things where, of course, the more uncomfortable you are, the more stressed out you are, of course. the more you are likely to react in a way that would you know be violent or whatever. Um, one study found hate speech on social media escalated with higher temperatures, um, increase in workplace harassment, discrimination at U.S. Postal Services, all that stuff. But- some researchers point to the fact that the human body generates adrenaline in response to excessive heat, which can lead to aggression as a side effect. Ah, well, that so, makes sense. Increasing heart rate, testosterone, and other metabolic reactions that trigger the fight or flight. Well, thank God we're, the world's not getting hotter. Woo! Dodge that metaphorical bullet. There is a lot of information on the internet that talks about the rising climate in the rising violence. Absolutely. Well, Ryan... Last week we asked, was Harvey Weinstein's brother also a plant fucker? <laughs> is he also- I a, hope the answer is yes. Is he also a terrible person? Hell yeah, I suck toes. As far as I know, he didn't fuck any plants. Boo. But in 2017, after Harvey Weinstein went down, Bob Weinstein was accused by over 50 women of either sexual harassment or just straight up assault. Yeah. So apparently the whole family is a bunch of schmucks. Yeah. Yeah, if if you bunch of raping schmucks, if, <laughs> band name. Um, <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We are the raping schmucks. We are the raping schmucks, straight from Liverpool. Tyler, last week I said very flippantly that trees are good for society. Was I wrong? No. Now, here's what <laughs> one meme told me about trees. Mm -hmm. That they cool cities during heat waves, yep. of course. Absolutely. Reduce flooding, which makes sense if you think about it. Mm -hmm. Scrub pollutants from the air. I mean, think about that. We inhabit this planet with another living form that has the opposite breathing cycle of us. That's the only reason why we can survive. Really, really interesting, mm -hmm. isn't it? Boost biodiversity? Mm-hmm improve public health, and even reduce crime, Tyler. Interesting. Reduce crime by putting on a mask and vigilanteing at night. 
Um, so I looked that up and I'm like, how could trees reduce crime? What the fuck does that even mean? Mm -hmm. Residential vegetation has been linked to a greater sense of safety, fewer incivilities, and less aggressive and violent behaviors. Thank God we're not cutting all the trees down. My question is, do trees uh, fight against higher temperatures on the planet? I would think so. Right? Yeah. I, I didn't look that up and it's just coming to me right now, but those two things feel linked to me. Yeah, my, my guess is is that they, um, not absolve, they- Absorb. Absorb, thank you. Yeah. Uh, heat and the, and the sun's rays. Makes a lot of sense. Ryan, last week we showed our ignorance of the reproductive system and what? asked the question- <laughs> Do all people uh, do all people start as women in utero? And is the clitoris the penis? Do we have enough sexual education in this country? Thanks a lot, Mister Wander. <laughs> nope. Uh, first, we do not start as women. But do we all end as women? <laughs> That's something you're gonna have to talk to your doctor <laughs> about. Uh, just after fertilization. All embryos have the same anatomical structure. They possess characteristics that are common in both male and female. We're basically all androgynous. We're asexual. Asexual in the in the um, in the womb. Um, Actually, don't those things mean opposites? Androgynous is both asexual as neither. Well, and androgynous is kind of like right in the middle. Right. Yeah. Uh, so during fetal development, the same embryonic structure called the genital tubercle forms, which Nailed has e either the potential to develop into either a penis or a clitoris, depending on the presence or absence of certain hormones. In the early stages of development, both male and female embryos have the same genital tubercle. Tu tubercle. Stop, stop saying <laughs> tubercle. it. I said nailed it. Stop saying it. Okay. So that clears it up. Yeah. 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 I, I also thought that we all were women and then some women in the womb change to men, but that is actually not the case. Probably the liberal media that made us think <laughs> that. Um, last week, I asked, is bath salts real? They have to be. I mean... Hell yeah, I suck toes. But also... Oh, no. Because w w when I say bath salts, as a drug, what do you think of? Uh, the guy eating the dude's face. Rudy Eugene, okay? Just Rudy he, Eugene? Just because he ate somebody's face doesn't mean he doesn't have a name, Tyler. <laughs> who was, of course, a Florida man. Of course. Who was shot to death by police after gnawing on a homeless man's face for 18 minutes while fully naked. 18 minutes? 18 minutes. Oh, that's a hearty meal. Well, they tell you, you don't want to eat fast. You got to go slowly. It's Man. good. It's better for your, your insides. No, but much like staying at a buffet far past the time allotted, you have to shovel as much into your face as possible because somebody is going to gun you down. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just think that <laughs> it's a dangerous at a golden corral over here. But um, so here's the thing. Basalt, real. As a drug, real. Yeah. Rudy Eugene? Did not have them. Not on bath salts. Nope. Was nope. not on anything but marijuana. I believe- Insanity is a hell of a drug. I believe that they, that this was like a, a, a satanic panic of, of the drug elk 
where they just wanted to explain this because yeah. it, it needs to be explained. And what was that homeless man doing for 18 minutes? Was he doing like a crossword? What's going on with that guy? He was getting his face eaten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. He was busy. What do you do to pass the time? I assume you don't have a cell phone. What are you doing down there? You watch your skin get ripped away from your face. <laughs> Can't I get a mirror? But but so in other words, bath salts as this mind altering like the new LSD that's going to make you freak out and whatever. I don't think that was real. Just do LSD like an adult, sure. you weirdos. Ryan, last week we discussed tourists that go looking for dangerous situations as their vacation. You mean idiots. Will I forever avoid situations like that? Hell yeah, I suck toes. It is called dark tourism. It's a type of tourism that involves going to places that are associated with death, disaster, tragedy, or extreme risks. Speaking of which, we should uh, go to that suicide forest in Japan, right? Just have a little walk around. I think we would be safe if we did it, but man, the feeling, the, the I can't even imagine the, the and excuse me for this word, the energy that would be uh, all up in there. That's kind of gay. Yeah. I hear it's absolutely beautiful, and, and just all the signs and notes and all of that stuff for people who don't know, there's a, there's a forest in Japan where it just, the multitudes of people that have gone there to take their own lives is almost mystical yeah. in a way. Yep. But uh, yep. would that would that fall into extreme tourism, or is that just being macabre? No, that's just macabre. But extreme dark tourism is where your life is in danger of some sort. Okay, you're going right. to a to a war torn country, like near actual battles. You're going to gang infested uh, countries where you go into the streets where the gangs are and risk your life. New Orleans. Those guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, no, no. That that dude over there has a gigantic cup shaped like a grenade with a neck on it and he's drinking uh, Mai Tais okay. out of it. That's not dark tourism. Forgive me, then. The other side of New Orleans. Um, now, can you explain perhaps the psychology behind this? Is this just... It, even even this submarine that just uh, very famously went down to the Titanic and, and yeah. reverse exploded. Yeah. That is extreme tourism, right? <laughs> reverse explode. Am I wrong? <laughs> you mean imploded? Uh, I don't think that's right. No, um, that that one's hard to say, but I would say no because my total and complete guess is, is every all five people on that sub did not think that their life was in danger. Well, you need to Google a little bit harder, <laughs> my friend, because I, I, how could you not? Yeah, no, I agree. Listen, you're basically in a shoebox. When I am signing a, you know, one of those letters that says that I may die, I do think about like, what are the likelihoods here? Sure, but I also had to sign one of those waivers when I got my wisdom teeth taken out. That's not dark tourism. Tyler, you could lose <laughs> your ability to taste forever. I don't know if you read through that paper. It uh, is pretty dark. That probably would have done me wonders, to be honest with you. It would not, Tyler. You would be, you would be on death's door just from not being able to taste food you don't think that would be an you think that you would take not being able to taste food is just like oh no big deal Let's no no go to the it, movies. It, it definitely wouldn't have been no big deal but i think i would have acclimated to it i don't think i would be suicidal and uh, besides i wouldn't care about what kind of food i'm eating anymore so i wouldn't have to eat all that unhealthy shit i think that you're you're projecting in a way i think that would incredibly be, possible i will tell you i would suck i'm not big on food i think if i lost my ability to taste food i would be very very sad oh we know somebody not personally but we know somebody who lost right. their ability to taste and he's fine as a loon also true that guy doesn't know what actual <laughs> happiness is so it doesn't matter that's you actually kind of got me there yeah. <laughs> Uh, and that's all for me, bud. That's all for me, my brother. Oh, yeah. Great job. Went off on a bit of a tangent there. Rudy Eugene, <laughs> we're hoping for you to, well, I guess you're dead. Nah, there's no turning your life around. Guy you're you can't dead. taste that we're thinking of. We're hoping for you to get better. Yeah. And uh, great job, Tyler. Yeah, that's man. It. You we fucking crushed this week out of yeah, our, yeah. Out of our uh, comfort zone like we usually are, and we got it done. With a headache. 
with a red wine headache. Please tell people how they can get in touch with us and tell us about their red wine headaches. Go to thoseguysyouhate.com and click all the different links and subscribe on all the different pages. And in the bottom right-hand corner, there's a little voicemail button. You could click on that and you could leave us a voicemail and you can tell us all about your red wine uh, hangover. Sounds great, Tyler, or whatever kind of hangover it is. Yeah, it anything. Yeah. Let's, let's not. Let's show be, us your penis. You know, be, show us your butt. <laughs> show us. Show what? us something inappropriate. What? I don't know. It's a voicemail. You can't even show us anything. It's just words. Sure. Sure. Sorry. Send I, us. Uh, did I mention I'm hungover? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sorry. That's a weird um, thing I just did. Uh, Miss Teddy, we miss you. And uh, yeah, she's I think a body so. shamer. But so are we. So are we sometimes. <laughs> so are we sometimes. Uh, you know, we're all learning to be better, Tyler. Totally fair. What is the moral of the story? Uh, don't body shame. I know sometimes it's easy to get into and get and out of the habit of body shame. Get out of the habit of body shaming. Sure. I, I, I'm working on that right now. Sure, yeah. sure. I, we all are. And uh, and if you do give into it, it's not about beating yourself up or 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 anything like that. It's just about um, acknowledging it in the moment and then uh, striving to do better next time. Very good. Yep. Ryan, what is the moral of the story? I had this on my my show sheet, and we just didn't get to it. And I won't even go through the whole explanation because I'm not going to do another depression index here. But I am finding real power as a strong Hispanic man. Mm. Uh, Represent. In taking responsibility for things. Mm. I had something come up this week where somebody asked me a question uh, they were upset with me. We haven't talked in a long time. And they said, do you even know why I'm mad at you? And in a place where I would normally be defensive and point out to this person, yeah, well, I know why you're upset, but here's why I'm upset. I said, because I did this and I was wrong to do it. Uh, no matter what the circumstances were, I made a mistake. And it felt really good. Mm. It felt really, really good. Not because, in, in no other reason than just... I said what I thought. It is now all out in the open, and I just moved on. I didn't beat myself up for it, and there's something to that. You'll never regret taking the high road. That is exactly Ever. right. We are those guys you hate. Be kind, or we'll kill you. Outlaws, Red Circle, The Outlaws. It's on Netflix. Uh, it stars the guy from Workaholics. The, the guy with the long hair. Nope. Oh. He didn't make it out. Uh, no. You know, whenever you have um, a Destiny's Child in any entertainment vessel, yes, there's always one Beyonce. There's always one guy that makes it out on top. You thought it would be the long haired guy, mm -hmm. but it wasn't. It was that guy Adam. Mm -hmm. The 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 short, short black hair the brunette. Yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. I think he was yeah. in something with Steve Martin. He was starring in this movie, which was a happy Gilmore production. Happy yeah. Madison production Good for him. It was kind of funny. He's mm. funny. He's a funny guy. I like him. Yeah. He makes me laugh. His face, his face makes me laugh. Make me laugh. Clown. I watched it over a span of four attempts, which yeah. is the shittiest way to watch anything. Yeah. That's not how you're supposed to do it. Tyler. 949 in the morning. How you doing? 
tired and hungover. How yeah. are you doing? I'm the opposite of that. I, uh, I, I, oh, get with it, bro. What I, are you doing? Being all functional and stuff. Bring me my mead. Yeah. I had one hell of a day yesterday, Tyler. Tell me about it so I don't have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to stop you as well because your breath is melting my eyebrows. Nah, I, yeah, I Just believe a, it. A, pini, a Pinot Noir of, of fragrances. That's what I drank. Is that what you were drinking? That's what I drank. Is that the most popular red wine? Probably. More, more than likely. I uh, That or, or Cabernet. Um, Pinot Noir is just so smooth. It just goes down so smooth. And then the next day, it's so rough. The opposite of Merlot, right? Sideways killed Merlot? I don't know what that means. Sideways, the movie. Uh-huh. There was, seen a, it. there was a line in, oh, with, uh, what's his name? You love that guy. And in, Love him. We can review, do, do you know the movie I'm talking about? No. Sideways, where it's two guys who go on like a, a wine tasting. It was very popular back in the 2000s. Mm-hmm. One line in that movie killed the Merlot industry. Week in review. Oh, interesting. Yep, that is an interesting week in review. I'm in. So yesterday, I had one of those days that perhaps every listener can empathize with. It resonates with them. Hey, me too. Which is every fucking thing that I did went wrong. Everything that I touched. It was like Endgame. It was like it fell to ashes in my hands. I was wondering if uh, technology was finally making its move sure, on you. I thought sure. it was coming after you. More like gay eye, am I right? No, because I'm not <laughs> playing this game with you. No, because, because AI is listening to this right now, and I do not want to be on the bad side of our robot overlords. Why are you making gay something that's bad? Maybe that, that, was, a, maybe that was a compliment for our, for our... Definitely wasn't. It wasn't. Definitely wasn't. Screw you, uh, 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 cyber nerds. So nonetheless, yeah. every, everything yeah. that I did uh, went wrong yesterday. It started off with a, a scheduling error that was completely my fault. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to forget about something. I, I need to do a better job with that. I've set that as an intention moving forward. This idea of being a mischievous little boy that forgets all sorts of things. Not that cute when you're 41. Mm-mm. Not not. And as, you have other people relying on you. I really let my son down yesterday in a way that... No jokes. I don't want to hear a single snicker. I don't want to hear a guffaw. I don't want to hear a chortle. I don't want to hear none of that shit. I let my son down yesterday. He was super cool about it. Very often, he's the adult in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And, Somebody uh, has to be. That's a bummer, man. Yeah. That's a bummer. But nonetheless, my day yesterday was such a crazy fucking thing. And you wrote me into it. Yeah. Well, I'm into that BDSM shit, Tyler. It, it ended. Well, it didn't really end, but it culminated... In me eating a late lunch with someone who was on mushrooms while I was not. Oh, that's a good time. I, I mean, on their part. Sure. Eating mushrooms. Well, that's, a, that's a great time. When you're on mushrooms, can you sense my discomfort? Were you uncomfortable? Um, Were they acting weird? I was I was uncomfortable. I'm generally uncomfortable anyway. And they were stoned, which, the, you know, the whole situation, we were in a public place. They were tripping, couldn't hear anything that I was saying. So I had to keep, and it wasn't, I don't think that they couldn't <laughs> hear anything I was saying. It's just that what I was saying took some time to process. Sure. So she kept going, what? <laughs> and I'm like, fucking shit. Who, who eats mushrooms and then plans a date? Well, like a lunch date. It wasn't a date. We were at yoga. Oh, I mean a lunch date. Well, I oh, oh yoga. We were at ah. yoga, so in a way, it was uh, you know it it wasn't a ridiculous thing, I guess. Uh-huh. But it and I was just going with it. And Do I know this person? Uh, you might meet them today. Okay. And and it was all good. And I am not being judgmental of anything. The the only thing I was being judgmental of in the scenario was my own. 
awkwardness. Do you want me to judge them? I'll judge them for oh, you. Oh, please. You a- fucking weirdo. Tyler. How dare you make my brother uncomfortable to drugs in the basement in the shadowy parts like a normal oh, person. This feels good. Hide away. Yeah. Be ashamed of yourself. Yes. Yeah, this is like the person at the party doing coke in front of everyone. That's dirty. <laughs> you do that in the bathroom hiding from yourself. And I'm coming with you. Yeah, wait, are you, are you in there? Okay, let's go. Don't look at me. Um, but I swear to you, I was just going with it and it turned out great. She was super sweet. It was awkward in some spots, but I'm awkward in some spots. Sure, yeah. And, and it was, it made me laugh. It truly made me laugh. Like what a fucking crazy day I yeah. had. Yeah. It's a weird day. It was, it was fun though. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. You ever, oh, okay. You ever fucked an old lady on mushrooms, Tyler? Uh, no, no. When I'm, <laughs> when I'm, when I'm on mushrooms, my, uh, my, I, I, the last it? thing, the last thing I'm thinking about is anything sexual when I'm really? on mushrooms. Oh no. I'm, I, I want trees. I want greenery. You never fucked a ficus? I want somebody to hug me deeply and tell me everything's going to be okay. This and guy's I'm, a tree hugger. And I'm important. That's what I want when I'm on uh, mushrooms. Really? Oh yeah. I, yeah. um, I, I, I want, I want personalization. Perhaps this uh, speaks to the difference between us or, or maybe not, but I, I do find a lot of my sexual themes are at a very deep part in me. And I think that I use them for things other than just um, procreation. Sex. Yeah, right. <laughs> Procreation. Yeah. Who's using sex for procreation? Well, <laughs> I've got one son. Weirdos. And if I can be honest, I've had sex more than one time. Yeah, I was going to say. Sure. sure. going to say it's been two times. Two, <laughs> best day of my life. Tyler, you know what has disappeared from our lives? This is the thing that happens. I grew up in the restaurant industry. And what's weird about that industry as opposed to, let's say, like an office job if you're working an office job and the person in the desk next to you goes missing, you're like, hey, where's Carrie? Mm-hmm. Carrie's been here every day. I don't understand. Um, unless you're the one who killed her. Right. Yeah, then and, you don't ask and questions. And you had to carry her out of the uh, building, you yeah. know, in seven different pieces. Yeah. So it's more manageable. Yeah. Don't kill, but when you do. Oh, you cut her up. You got this, it. In this joke. Oh, Have okay, you ever had you. to move just dead weight of an actual body? It's very tough. I don't care how strong you are. I, I have lifted up somebody who went limp on me. You know, they just, they, they just went. Is that a gay joke? They went, no, no. They just, they, their body went limp and. They went boneless? They went boneless. You and never lifting, go boneless. Lifting up dead weight like that is very difficult. Why did they do that? Uh, we were just having fun. Interview question. Was, why did they do that? We were just having fun. It was just that ridiculous. That's not how you have fun, man. If you want to have fun, you get on your hands and knees behind somebody and have somebody else push that person over you. So murder. Gotcha. Do murder. You, can you believe that there is a time where that was appropriate? That's utterly ridiculous. That is utterly ridiculous. How many head traumas like the were caused of because cow. of that? You would imagine people were dropping like flies, but back in that day, it was preferable to die. Sure. Yeah, there was nothing else to do. It was, it, was either, it was either die or, you know... Don't do that. Also, don't do that thing where you hit the back of somebody's knees with your knees. That is also off the table. Super you, shitty. You give them like an ostrich leg, yeah. and that's not funny. Or dead legging. Dead legging was very popular when I was younger. What was wrong with us? I don't know. Punch for punch. Remember yeah. punch for punch? Oh, I had a huge bruise across my arm one time. I love punch for punch. Yeah. Does that shock anyone? It does. Yeah. I'm shocked. You're adverse to pain. Back then, I like to show people. I think we could trace it back even further. Uh, Red Rover. I believe Red Rover was was the beginning of all of Broken this. wrists. Loved Red Rover. Broken wrists. I digress. In the restaurant industry, can you believe that I remembered? In the restaurant industry, if somebody disappears, you don't notice because very often you don't work the same shifts. It's a very different kind of job. Carrie could be gone and the rest of us carry the hell on. You know it's, what I mean? It's very transient, the whole, the whole uh, uh, profession. 
you're right. Because people come, people go. Very often, those people are on drugs. That's why they're working on restaurants in the same for for that reason. You know and, what I mean? And I'm on drugs. So how the fuck am I supposed to remember who the hell I'm working with? I'm all fucked up. I'm eating pizza on mushrooms. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Yeah. Ooh, pizza on mushrooms. That sounds good. Mushrooms, mushrooms on, on pizza. pizza. Yeah. Um. Pretty good. I feel like we had the same experience with something that was such a huge building block in our life, and now it's gone. In terms of? The Facts app. What the fuck happened to the Facts app? Oh, it just disappeared from your life? I just forgot about it. I was mm. going through some of my old uh, you know, photos, and I saw a screenshot of some of the Facts app, and I was like, my God, my deity has fallen. Did, you, did you go looking for it? I did go looking for it. It says it's all set up for notifications. I don't know what happened. Mm. Hopefully it's back, baby. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. it's back. Somebody's probably dead over there. Speaking of dead, Tyler. Somebody check on the Facts app, please. <laughs> F-A-X. Um, speaking of which, speaking of being dead, this is something that I need for you, our, our local business correspondent. Threads? Mm-hmm. Deads? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I, I mean, I know the basics of like what it is. I don't know the numbers behind it. We could do a, a shitty week in review if you like. Shitty week in review. Yeah. A week later from now, if we look into it and then check on it in the technological age is like looking up something in 500 years. Sure. In my personal estimation, because I've heard others talk about it, I think Threads gave Twitter a run and like all the others before it has fallen. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong about that. We can review. But why is it so hard? Is it just habit trying to replace something like that? No, I don't think it's habit because they had like 100 million people sign up. So people were gung ho about about doing it, about using it. Uh, My guess is without ever using it, um, my guess is they just didn't implement it well. They just, they, it didn't, uh, they didn't roll it out um, sufficiently well enough. But if the Zuck can't do it, who could do it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Jack Dorsey, I guess. He I'm already fucking, did one. He yeah. did one that's called Blue Sky and it also uh, fell. Oh, did it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And Twitter's falling too. Well, excuse me. X. Thank you. Is falling too. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know much about business and that's sad to say considering I'm the business correspondent. I don't know much about business. <laughs> it's, it's not a lot to get over this line. Here. Yeah, but but man, I mean, talk branding is so important in business, and he just threw all of that out the window. You know, you're talking about Elon. Elon Musk. Yeah, sure. there's no. He's not even calling them tweets anymore. They're now. He now changed the button to post. I believe he said he wants them called X's. That's stupid. And they live in Texas. <clears throat> it is. Um, what were, we, what were you and I talking about yesterday where you were just frustrated by American corporate corporatization? We were just talking about business, about how you had to... Yeah, it was my gym membership yep. where I was where they give you three options. And the second option is $100 or $150 more than the first option. and But the first option comes with a $100 sign-up fee. So it's not... $150 difference. It's a $50 difference. All of these things are set up. These price points, these sizes, all of the different things are set up to get the consumers to go exactly where the corporation wants them. It's yeah. the illusion of choice. That's exactly it, right. It's predatory capitalism. Is that a thing? Uh, I predatory be- capitalism? I, I believe capitalism is in itself predatory. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Good. It's like saying wet water. There's really no reason to say that, 
You could just say water. So it's survival of the fittest in the monetary sense, and we're all, you know, tadpoles. It is survival of the most immoral. If you are, if you are, fuck. if you are willing to fuck people over, if you are willing to do the most degenerate thing you can for profit, you will succeed. Well, we're in the middle of what feels like a plague of narcissism, and and perhaps some of these practices add to it. I'm sure it's a confluence of things. Mm-hmm. I was in a position where I would have held power. I was in an immoral, terrible position, and now I'm transitioning. Back to the moral side, what am I doing? I feel like I'm going against where the world wants me to go, Tyler. Yeah, and that's probably for the best. Bring me back, mama. We should all be doing that. How do we do that? Uh, We can only do it ourselves on a personal basis, you know, and then if enough of us do it, then we'll change the system. Fingers crossed. I was going to end this this pregame here with a little joke. Mm -hmm. I was trying to figure it out. I got nothing. But what I will say is Mm -hmm. we've talked on this show many times that evolution is done. We don't have to evolve anymore. We have air conditioners and freezers. and Definitely not done. We can hide from saber-toothed tigers. Definitely not done. Saber-toothed tigers are not a thing Well, anymore. in a way, in a way, it's not like the weakest of humans die off and we only pass on our strongest genes. Sure. No, that, that is very true. We are stifling evolution, but well, it's always fighting to, to be more, to do more. Well, the point that I'm making now is if you want to evolve at this point, it's kind of a decision on you. Agreed.